This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod, looking ahead, man. It's time to take a look ahead at what we got coming up this week, which is the Dolphins' second preseason game. Tobin and Solana here with you. Um, Vegas Raiders coming into town. They got a new head coach, too. Uh, the the ex-boy wonder, Josh McDaniels and uh, Derek Carr, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. You know, I got to say, this Devontae Adams, I don't feel like he took the flack that Tyreek Hill did this year. You know, like he was out here saying, oh, I'm going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. All, all Tyreek Hill said was, oh, two is more accurate. And people freaked out that he said that. Adams didn't take that flack. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. That's such a good point. Like, Adams is out there chirping just as much as Tyreek is. Ridiculous. Yeah, it, big city, looking for more fame, looking to uh, to establish his brand out there in Vegas. Same thing Tyreek's doing in Miami. I didn't get that, man. I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is with the Tua thing. Do you think that the internet lost its mind when they saw Tua throw a deep ball to Jake Paul? Uh, a deep ball to Jake Paul, <laughs> and he dropped it. This is, he, he dropped one, but he did hit the other one. Didn't oh, I didn't see that. He you hit didn't the see other the catch? One. No, I didn't see the catch. Well, here's the thing. So a lot of people, a lot of the local reporters, I guess they got him messing up. The Dolphins got a video of him doing good. You know, they were they were gonna oh, we got Jake Paul out right. here. I gotta say, this city has really embraced Jake Paul. I'm guilty of it. We had Jake Paul on uh, on our morning show mm-hmm. with uh, with my co-host Leroy Horde, and they're like really pumping it out, dude. Because you know, like your producer, like booking guests, kind of a pain in the ass yeah. sometimes. This has been the this was by far the easiest guest I've ever booked in my life. I was like, hey, Miami host here, would love to have Jake Paul on the show. They got back to me in like 30 minutes. They're like, we'll do it Monday. I was like, whoa, wow. that was super. I mean, like, I I don't think I've, I've booked Adam Beasley that fast. <laughs> that was that was ridiculous. So they're all over the place. And so there's been at, you know, he did a thing with Tyler Hero yeah. at the Heat facility. He was at the Marlins game throughout the first pitch and could not make contact with a baseball bat. Embarrassing. But embarrassing. he went to, because he did Tyreek. Tyreek Hill came on his show, did a home and home. Tyreek Hill did his show, and they went and did Tyreek Hill's show. At this uh, mall, at the Aventura Mall, he very was, fancy mall down here in South Florida for our out-of-state listeners. Tyreek was has like a new store, right? He, yeah, he yeah, partnered yeah. with uh, like some sort of athletic wear. Yeah, some kind of athletic wear. But so Tua was out there, and then Jake Paul shows up, and so Jake Paul, I guess, took that because they were doing like a jugs machine in the uh, in the mall, and then they brought it out to practice the next day. So you had uh, Eric Spolstra and Jake Paul at practice, and. Yeah, he was getting crushed for dropping the bombs from Tua, <laughs> but he did catch one that they put on. Uh, that they put on from Tua. I, I gotta be honest with you, I would be super nervous from that too. First of all, I don't think I could run a route that deep, but if I tried, I definitely would be worried about you know falling, you know, all the types of things. He was doing it with a helmet on and caught it over the shoulder. Wow, no, I, I missed that. Dolphins uh, video team learned a, a very valuable lesson. Yes, from uh, from mini camp a couple months ago. Don't post anything that's not that's like right. a, a great reception. A le- no. A lesson they needed to learn too. Yeah, a, a deserved lesson because yeah. what they did in the uh, in the OTAs was egregious. <laughs> so I'm glad that they have uh, they have fixed that and and gotten to that mode so far. He was uh he was at the the, the heat practice facility also wasn't he? Like yeah, he no, no. That, well, that's why I, that's why I wanted him on, dude. I wanted him on the show because I re- remember last year um, that he came to a heat game. It was right after he knocked out Tyron Woodley, and him and his girlfriend were sitting courtside. And he, you know, was talking to Tyler Hero, yeah. Tyler Hero Heat guard, and he, I was like, oh, of course, Jake Paul and Tyler Hero. By the way, celebrities love Tyler Hero. Drake, everybody wants to meet Tyler Hero. Um, but I was like, so I asked Tyler Hero after the game about it. He goes, yeah, you know, we got kind of a friendship, and uh, and I'm a fan of his knockouts. And then 
there was this great video of Pat Riley meeting him in the in the uh, the parking lot afterwards. So that's that was the main reason I wanted to have him. I didn't even know he was going on this whole Miami tour this week. I wish I did know because I would have you know peppered him more about it. But he has uh, he's been all over the place, and he has this Tyler Hero interview coming out, this Tyreek Hill interview uh, coming out. So I think Dolphin fans will will dig that when uh, whenever it does come because. I think it's a different kind of vibe. You have a big celebrity interviewing you. Yeah, mega celebrities are embracing South Florida. Like since the pandemic started, everybody's moving down here. People are spending time yep. down here. But um, I, I, I love the fact that like the Dolphins are are becoming cool again. Yes. Right. Like the Dolphins, for whatever reason, I don't know if it is Tyreek. I don't know if it's Tua. I don't know if it's McCochin. I don't know what it is. But for a long time, the Dolphins weren't cool. Exciting and, and too, right? Like yeah. just the idea of like I am excited to watch a Dolphins offense. I can't remember the last time I really thought that. Um, Tyree Kill, I think, is a big reason for it. Tyree Kill is like he's like the Dolphins, you know, like a he's like a hype man. He's yeah. like he's the promoter of all things Dolphins. And but, I think that pisses a lot of people off, especially people in Kansas City. But we've needed that. We need somebody to say down here, this place is gonna be for real. Jake Paul doesn't come down here to hang out with Ryan Tannehill. No. You know what I'm saying? Like no. Like, not hanging out with Jarvis Landry, and I get these guys are younger, and but it's just it's cool. Like the Dolphins brand is once again like in the culture. You know what I mean? I love that. I really love that. Um, all right, so looking ahead to this week, I don't. You know, they've gotten out to three preseason games. They did this last year. Um, last year, the Dolphins did treat this second game like the dress rehearsal. San Francisco, where Mike McDaniel's coming from, not necessarily. Like they played a lot of Trey Lance. Jimmy G got some reps in the second game and then got some reps in the third game. The the way the Dolphins did it last year was Tua got most of his reps in the second game and then Reed Sinet played all of the uh the last game. So I imagine Tua's going to play. He says that he wants to play. I think it's important for him to get some snaps. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be like a, a, a pure dress rehearsal thing where he's playing into the third quarter. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I'm, I bet we see these guys for a quarter. That, yeah. that would be my guess. Do you want to? Like, how, how do you value the importance of reps? Like, we want to see it because we're selfish and, and like, we want, you know, this, this football porn that we're all after yes. of, of Tyreek and Tua. But, like, how important? How important is it actually? I don't. I don't know. You know. I. Don't, I don't know how actually important it's going to be. I think I just want to see them their their chemistry between Tua and uh, Tyreek Hill for sure. I also want to. I think it's important because Mike McDaniel was calling the plays. I think it's important that you know they kind of vibe and, and feel how that is during a game. And Tua talked about this this week a little bit about the idea of you know we got to be out there by ourselves. We can't just have the coaches out there organizing. Uh, organizing. A lot's been made of his leadership. How is Tua as a leader? Um, how is he as a person? Some people are saying he's a weirdo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was weird this week, man. That was a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Omar, I guess, decided he's leaving the he's beat. He's going just guns blazing. And he's like, I'm ripping Tua as much as possible. Yeah, I guess. That was. Uh, Tua, Tua is just him. Like, he's. I don't. I would never call him a weirdo. It's a weird description, yeah. Like it, the, part of the double wor- words on that, but like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an awkward word to use to describe to describe somebody. Yeah, I get it. I don't think Tua Tua definitely isn't the most out of his shell guy, mm-hmm. especially in the media. Yeah, but I think it's with good reason. Like this guy, I feel like has handled himself with such grace, and I don't know if that's come across to people as soft or. 
um, too nice. Like he keeps mentioning, like, people think I'm too nice, and I'm not nice. Like I am competitive. I do have some, yeah. you know, dog in him and all that type of stuff. And I think that some of the media has taken that to, I don't know, label him a certain way. I, I, the thing that I have marveled about him the most, Alana, has been the idea that he can take all of the crap that he has and keep on going. Like the fact that his coach was actively trying to replace him last year. You know, the fact that he had a, a, a quarterback in his rookie year who everybody loves, Ryan Fitzpatrick, but was like basically crying to the media, literally, that he lost his job. Like, that can't feel great your first year. Then you have your coach trying to replace you. Then you're coming back from broken ribs. And so, you know, like, I, he has definitely come into this league with his guard up. And I think that that probably is more of what that is. Uh, and I think that probably maybe that has trickled off to his teammates. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I look at it two ways, right? You can come in the NFL as a, a highly touted prospect, highly touted recruit, picked in the top ten like he was. You can come in – and, and approach it two different ways. You can work on your branding, right? And you can embrace being the face of an organization. And you can embrace, you know, everybody wanting a piece of you in terms of publicity and talking to you in interviews and, and, and your personality. Or you can be more reserved. You don't have to show people that side of you. And you can just focus on the things you want to focus on while still putting maximum effort. Either way you go, either avenue you choose, A or B, still putting forth maximum effort into your game and into your, your what's going to get you paid at the end of the day. And Tua's done that. Like, nobody's – nobody – it's so divisive, right? Tua, is he legit, is he not? But nobody's going to question his work ethic. No. Nobody. From Flo to to McCochin, like, nobody's questioning his well, work ethic. Well, maybe Flo did. I mean, there were those reports <laughs> that he, was, he thought he golfed too much. Yeah, I guess. Um, Loves golf. Loves golf. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. we have a lot of great places to golf down here. Yeah. But, but just because somebody's not – who, you know, Marino doesn't make them a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, just because they're not in front of the camera all the time, embracing being the quarterback of this gorgeous city out in South Beach, like, it doesn't but, make somebody a weirdo. And he's not, like, all right, I granted, Omar's watched a lot more football than I have, but, like, I'm not a guy who's not, you know, like, I, I don't see Tua, like, shy about going up to players. Like, right. he was doing this last year. Like, he was going up to Jalen Waddell. And he was in his ear at all times. Like, this is a guy who I definitely do feel like he has the respect. Like, look, the results are going to bear out themselves. Is he going to be the guy? Is is this all going to work out? For sure. I mean, this is – I'm not saying this isn't a big year for him. Like, what even Tyreek Hill said it. It's yeah. it, This is a huge make-or-break year for him. But I don't find him to be, like, this anti – so like, I don't put – you know what I put, like, in that category? Like, Josh Rosen. Like, Josh Rosen was like, oh, this guy is, like – He's out on another planet right. when it comes to how much he seems to be into the whole football lifestyle. I don't think that's the case with Tua, but I do think that he has taken such a beating publicly. I don't think he gives the media a lot anymore, yeah. and I don't, and I don't think he's going to. And I, and that also being saying that he has been cockier this year towards the media, but like you saw, like how pissed he was about the the, the wedding thing mm -hmm. getting leaked, and how he said that that was disrespectful, like. That's a different day and age for this athlete because I think of most 24-year-old athletes who are getting married, that stuff is all over social yeah. media, that I, we know his girlfriend, all that type of stuff. I'll tell you the truth. Like, I thought that was weird being yeah, – I'm 28 years old. Not that – I'm not even this person that's super on social media in terms of my public life. But, you know, I have a picture of my girlfriend yeah, or yeah. whatever. So, I did think – like, I'll tell you the truth. I thought that was, that was a little odd to me. But that doesn't – change my opinion of Tua you know like I it, but I think the reason is is because you put 
let's say he puts a picture of him and his lovely new wife up there. It's like noodle arm under his comments like it's just nothing but like people hating yeah. you at all times like yeah. look what happens when it's a practice throw it's like when people say you know what you know remember when he answered that question about the uh the deep ball the tyree kill the viral bomb that everybody saw and he goes well, yeah because people don't think i can throw i guess it's kind of hard to make in the nfl like i think he's almost <laughs> insulted at this point of the whole idea of social media and he should be he literally won a national championship game by throwing a 50 yard bomb yeah. to somebody like we, we've seen him do it and by the way, going back to his demeanor, the way he handles himself, let's not forget he did come from Alabama, mm -hmm. where it's business there. Yeah, you have it's the, the the biggest rat bastard of them all is your coach too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, no, none of that surprises me when Tua is the way that he is. None of it surprises me because, hey man, like he's just not coming out looking for attention. Like he's gonna handle his, he's gonna handle himself the way that he wants to handle himself. And you're right, he's been more cocky this year. Like mm -hmm. he's been more. Um, I don't know, uh, aggressive, I guess would be the word. He's been more aggressive with the media and uh, and, and giving more pushback and, and not letting them, you know, just get away with asking anything. I think that's a good – I think that is a good way to put it. I think uh, more aggressive with them for sure. Um, so aside from seeing Tua, just things in the game you're most looking forward to, like is it Tyreek Hill getting first snaps in a, in a Dolphins uniform? Is it running it? We didn't see Chase Edmonds. We didn't see Mostert last game. I don't know if we – I think Edmonds we probably will. I don't know if Mostert, you know, because he's on the way back from an injury. I don't know if he'll play. But uh, running game would certainly be one I would like to see what this new-look running game uh, definitely looks like going into this week. Yeah, I mean, if it's two and Tyreek, I mean, that's what we're going to be focused yeah, on for sure. the entire time. Even the offensive line, like, is Teron Armstead going to play? Is he not going to play? That's Are they going to save him? He's never played a full 16 or 17-game season in his career. It doesn't feel like, though, it's tough to judge, but it doesn't feel like the talk, because we've seen this around the league, like with the Giants and Patriots. Like, it doesn't feel like the offensive line – is a big topic this preseason, doesn't yeah. it? And that's pretty crazy. For as bad as it was last year, in a lot of ways, it should be the biggest concern of this year. Is it fortified? And I don't. I think the idea that it's been a non-story is a great story because I don't feel like we're talking about them all being turnstiles and bums. It's funny because for as long as you and I, I mean, you've been covering the team forever or covering sports forever, and as long as I've been a Dolphins fan for the past two decades, it's like there's no part of the Dolphins roster that they put more money into than the offensive line and it never worked never and works. it's like can this be the year can this actually be the year where it works because that's always the the conversation well, how many times have we seen them go out get Brandon Albert you know like they've yeah. put resources into it first it round never uh, like the worked. pedigree of uh, of all the guys it was Larry Tunzel and yeah. Jawan James and Mike Pouncey and all these first round picks um crazy so, something else I'm, I'm interested in we saw Gasicki first play from scrimmage, get the ball. If Tua plays, if Tyreek plays, man, I'm really interested. And I know it's different with the running game. Who's going to play? Is it Mostert? Uh, I'm really interested to see how he fits in this offense moving forward. And if they're going to try some more of these uh, the, these play calls specifically just for Gasicki. Because there's so much talk about the natural tight end position that McDaniel likes. Yep. And he's a bona fide uh, uh, third receiver. And... There's a place for him on this offense, and and I feel like Mikocha knows that. I think so too. I mean, look, he's a dangerous weapon, and he is a mismatch. They just need to figure out, you know, can he fit into the system? But I do think that Mike McDaniel doesn't seem like the type of guy who is too rigid about making somebody fit into a into a box here. But it's gonna be fun. We'll have a reaction to it to you guys. 
coming up uh, on the next edition of the Porpoise Pod. Thank you for sticking around with us. We're looking forward to the next time, everybody. Until then, I don't have any funny line to say. Get out of here.